everyone, and welcome back to Chesapeake Chats on the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, and I have Anne and Casey with me. The gang's all here for the finale episode. We just watched the finale episode, and now we get to talk about it, and we get to talk about season five, and we were just saying, uh, like, my head is still spinning. My head is still spinning after this. Thief. Thief and Mark. A lot to download. A lot. (laughs) So. Thief and Mark, I just, I have to say, he said. Overwhelming. Yes. Be prepared. Be prepared for some, you know, cliffhangers. Just some. You you know, it's fine. It's fine. Not like you're hanging on the cliff. We're just, we're just hanging on. I feel like y'all just threw us off the cliff. (laughs) Yes, that I I agree with that. That's my sentiment. Just tossed just over. I kind of felt a little bit like Oprah Winfrey and from like 2005 or something. It's like you get a cliffhanger, you get a cliffhanger, everybody gets a cliffhanger. It was so many cliffhangers, so so many. many. So, which is kind of fun because we, of course, want a season six, but the heartbreak in that is that we're not promised a season six we don't know if we're going to get a resolution Mm -hmm. to some of these um stories that we want Uh so yeah cautiously optimistic you know it also this finale kind of reminds me of those old it's not old because you know it was during our time like the the (laughs) 90s um uh family dramas yeah. 80s and 2000s family dramas where mm-hmm. um, on like prime time like ABC family or right. on um, like yeah. the primetime networks where the cliffhanger was an, a legit cliffhanger legit. Just like yeah. yes. not a oh yeah <laughs> but I'm like legitimately big yeah. cliffhangers yeah I agree yes. it does remind me of that mm-hmm. and I mean this has been such a great season such a great season they've they've taken us so many great places that um when i was thinking back to episode one i was like oh my gosh that feels so long ago trace was there it feels we were just so long ago so long ago <laughs> yeah wow we've covered covered a lot of ground a lot of we ground sure have yeah. totally. yes okay so let's jump in then let's jump into episode 10 um, which we're so thankful that they had a full season, like full 10 episodes. But um, this one is called, oh man, what, what is this even called? This one's called That Old Feeling. And I have to say, it did bring the feelings, like it brought all the feelings. And I kind of want to talk about Kevin and Sarah first, because mm-hmm. they had such, the end of episode nine, was like, is Sarah okay? Is she gonna be, you know, is she gonna be okay? She fainted, you know, you kind of think, oh no, did something happen to the baby? And we do find out, yes, something did happen to the baby. She lost the baby and she miscarried. Mm -hmm. Um, So you kind of open with this really gut-wrenching, like, oh no, she lost the baby. And Mm -hmm. I mean, right away, I'm like, great this episode (laughs) yeah I know I know I was too I was like oh this is like so heavy yeah yeah really sad yeah yes it it is it was it was pretty heart-wrenching um because I've been there before 
Um, and so it was, it was a little, I'm not gonna lie, it was a little hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, it's been, it's been a very long time since that had happened for me, but um, watching it on TV and seeing Sarah's emotions and then just yes. seeing it from a bird's eye view yeah. was kind mm-hmm. of like, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm almost like reliving yeah. the end of 2012 for me. And so it was, it was, um, I mean, it was, it was beautifully done and I'm glad that Hallmark allowed them to talk about it. And I'm glad that they allowed for Sarah to struggle with it because that was me. I didn't want to talk about it. I don't talk about, I, no, I, I don't talk about it. Like this is probably the, this is the first time I'm talking about this publicly. Um, I don't even talk about it with people that I'm close to yeah now even in my like personal circles it's not something I just like bring up Mm -hmm. um but it I did empathize with her too because it's a hard topic to talk about it's a hard thing to externalize Mm -hmm. um and especially when um you know you're feeling that certain way and people are kind of like they're weirded out by it like they don't know how to handle you and you know your spouse is like just they can't figure out how to, yeah, you know, how to work with that because they're also grieving too, but they also didn't carry the baby. It's, it's like, it's, there's yeah. so many different things that yeah. is there. Um, but I will say I, I appreciated Megan just going to her. Yes. Yes. Because, and that was the one thing I looked at and I was like, man, I wish somebody would have just like, I wish somebody would have forced themselves on me okay like yeah. like Megan did with with Sarah because yeah. Me- Megan could have easily been like okay here are your muffins right thoughts and prayers you know and I, I don't say that lightly but like a lot of times people do that you like, kind of get weird about it but she really opened up she on did. that um yeah. and then in that moment with Sarah everything came full circle with Megan yeah Mm-hmm. Because remember how we've all been like, how can you lose? How can you leave your kids? How can you da 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 da? Yeah. And there's this this underlying tone. And then Barbara Niven had told me that she was going through postpartum depression, and I'm like, okay, I just was six though, so right. yeah, yeah. Like you know, I know things happen and stress and hormones and loving leveling all that out or whatever. But if she had miscarried and then after Jess, so. Yes. Let's say 18 to three year gap between Jess and the, this pregnancy. It makes sense now. Yeah. It yeah. totally makes sense as to why she, why she broke down. I mean, yeah. don't leave your kids. I'm not saying it made sense for her to leave her kids, right. but I can understand her mental state Yeah, in yeah. that situation with everything going on. She lost the baby. Her marriage was on the rocks. Mick was working. She had five other kids to take care of yeah you know she wanted to she wanted to work but she was also a mom like there's all these struggles that she was facing and so well you know I don't I don't endorse anybody leaving their family Mm -hmm. I can understand where her brain was and thank you for that because we've been that's been a big question the last five years is why did Megan really leave right right Yeah. yeah Casey that's you know more women go through this than than we think um, and, mm-hmm. and I too, I lost my fourth um, baby and 
It was very hard. And I thought that this show handled the different grief, um, different responses to grief very well because a husband and wife mm -hmm. are not going to grieve the same at the same way at the same time. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the dream you, you wish, but that doesn't happen. And so for mm -hmm. her to want to isolate and for him to want to seek community and seek, mm -hmm. like go to his parents and tell people and get support that way. Um, that is so real life. That is so mm -hmm. real. Um, and then, you know, it just gave Megan the opportunity to seek out her uh, daughter-in-law and share the grief and share her story, which is how we share grief, actually, yeah. um, in life. We share our stories and we share our experiences. And Megan did that very well. And that mm -hmm. hug at the end, you know, Sarah and Kevin were just, oh, she just comes up to him and hugs him. And you know they're going to be okay. And you know they're going to... Um, it's hard. They're going to grieve together maybe now, but it was, it was very precious and very well yeah. done. Um, sad. That scene with Mick and Megan and um, Kevin, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. The, the acting was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And you could just feel everything, especially yeah. when Mick and Megan are like, oh my goodness, so exciting. And then they look yeah. and then they see Kevin and he's just like trying to hold it together and then he can't hold it together anymore. And yeah. Megan is, she goes, I mean, like obviously she's a mom, she's mom, but like she goes full on like mom mode right there. And wow. Yeah. 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 It was really, it was very good acting. Like you said, very good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tearjerker totally for me. I mean, that was, that brought the emotions and definitely the memories, but just the, um, just the, yeah, shared grief together. Um, I loved it. I thought it was hard, but I loved it. I thought that that's not what I wanted for Kevin and Sarah, obviously in their storyline, um, here at the, in the finale, but I mean, what, uh, what a precious couple to, to grieve together and, to figure that figure it out together you know life's not easy after you get married mm -hmm. it's not a, a, an easy road so mm -hmm. um yeah i was i was glad to see it mm -hmm. it was i was and it was very well written yeah. yeah and it goes to prove that you can have married couples in tv shows and it still make wonderful stories just yes. just just throw that out there it's very true casey because yes. they don't like to do that mm -hmm. so i i know exactly what you mean yeah 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 so that was the, that was a big heartbreak and I know I'm sorry to start the podcast off with that but that was just kind of heavy on my heart I was like let's just talk about this let's talk about them as characters they are strong they're gonna be okay um but it will be a re something to rejoice over if we get a season six and they're able to um to have to start a family so that that will be wonderful but let's talk Abby Let's talk about this hilarious and giddy Abby that we haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> she was yeah. so giddy. Um, and what did you think about Abby's storyline here? How, how they finished out Abby in season five? I thought it was really great because we started, you know, with her, you know, going through heartbreak, going yes. through just, you know, something really hard with someone she's like, been on and off with for years and just how hard it was. So then it's like, now we get to the end of this season and she's like giddy and yeah. excited and, you know, feeling all these things for two different guys. Mm -hmm. 
And it was so good just to see her so like happy and excited and just like, you know, in all her feelings, uh, good feelings. Um, And I was so, I was, I was so glad it was, it was a great thing to see. I feel the same way. I was really just happy that she had such uh, an episode like this. That was so happy. And did Mm -hmm. you notice her two different reactions to the guys? Like, because two of them reveal their feel that they have feelings for her. And with Evan, she's like kind of surprised. And, you know, he always keeps her on her toes. And, you know, she's kind of like, what do I feel about this? And as soon as Jay started to say, hey, I have feelings for you. She kind of preens a little bit. And she kind of like, like she knows that he does. She knows that he does. Mm -hmm. And she kind of expects it. And she expects that he's going to say, you know, let's give this a chance or something. But it does not go the way that she thought. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't go the way I thought. I was like, curveball just went by my face. What? (laughs) Like, I just stared at it go right past me because I was like, this is coming from where? Like, from where? Jay, who is this damn Matheson? I know. I was, I I, I had to pause it for a second and I. Did he just say what I thought he just Yeah, 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 literally. <laughs> so funny. So he's like, he's like, you know, there's this guidance counselor. There's this girl at the school and she's nice and I like her. And he's kind of wondering if he wants to start something with her. And at first I was like, that's coming out of nowhere. But what made sense to me was um, when Jay, Jay's had a crush on Abby for a long time that he's it had to been. table. Yeah, he has just had to like wait in the wings, wait for her to get over Trace. Mm -hmm. And when she sees this perfect moment picture from last year and it's her, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, he's had a crush for a long time. He's had to wait for her for a long time. And so for him to say this, is there a chance for me to get out of the friend zone? Or should I pursue this other girl I'm kind of interested in? Like, that was real. It was real. Mm-hmm. That was so like transparent and real. Like, mm-hmm. it's like I mean, yeah, it seemed kind of like a little bit odd, like not the most romantic thing you want to hear about <laughs> notion such guidance counselor lady. But it was like, he's like telling the truth. I'm like, you know what? Good for you, Jay. You know? I mean, Jay finally like kind of saying what he wants, but also standing up for himself a little bit. Yeah. I mean- I don't know. I kind of feel like <laughs> it, was a del- it was a delicate balance, but yeah, yeah. Personally, personally, it would be hard for me to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Choose me. Because like, if you're yeah. already naming someone else that you want to be with, yeah. I kind of, my pride a little bit is like, good luck to you. You know, go- <laughs> see, <Yeah>. you <laughs> I love that. I would be thinking the same thing. I can't say mm-hmm. anything. I wouldn't, but it's, yeah yeah oh jay but joe jay was waiting so long and like you said that's what i thought i'm like you know what she has had him on a hook or yeah. he's had himself on a hook for her for yeah. so long that it makes sense mm-hmm. by by this whole long time he's developed feelings for someone else like that's yes. just mm-hmm. real that's, it's so. gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah. i mean is this the end of juice box jay for us do you think is this the end of um did she blow are we going her into the end are we going to the end with who she called? Who we thought she called? No, no, not yet, I guess. Not yet? No. Okay. We can't. So maybe we'll wait. Okay, no, no. Okay. 
Well, wait for the predictions <laughs> afterwards. But uh, okay, so Jay has his moment. Evan has his moment. He's realizing, I need to tell this girl. I have feelings for her. He's just hilarious. I mean, <laughs> the way he wanted to do a grand gesture. Was that grand enough for you, Casey? Did you like that grand gesture? I thought it was sweet. I'm glad he didn't do the rose thing because yeah. that would have been, while, while, while that would have been really sweet for him, it wouldn't have been the right time because she didn't, she didn't think he had feelings for her at that moment. Right. So mm. she would have been like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they both had but, a chance to process their funny um, misunderstanding in Pennsylvania. They both had a chance to process it. Mm -hmm. He was going to revisit it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was. He went to lunch. <laughs> took her to lunch over chili burgers. He's going to tell her how he feels. And <laughs> I mean, his looks, though, he was looking at her so sweet. So he was sweet. he was i really i really appreciated how he talked through with mandrake what was appropriate to do what was not appropriate yeah. to do. like don't just do something that costs a bunch of money because yeah she's not going to appreciate that like just True. do mm -hmm. something just do something that shows that you consider her and that you thought about her and yeah. mm -hmm. you know that's what he did you know and mm -hmm. he didn't have to make some big flash and buy ten thousand roses and stand there and you know, whatever. He just had to just pick her up and be there and then, you yeah. know, take her to get something to eat. And I, I like that they showed him think through that. Yeah. And um, whoever the wardrobe people are, I appreciate that they like to put Robert Buckley in fe uh, fun colored jackets yes. that they don't let any other men wear in Hallmark. <laughs> because in love and sore he had like the lavender jacket and this one he has the pink jacket it works for him he does it well but they don't let anyone else do it so robert <laughs> you rock it it's it's great we love it yeah and he pulls off those colors so well but he you know it was funny in that last episode when he was um he offered to buy mick a plane and oh yeah he was like oh man did i just play the rich man card and mandrake was like you know, yeah, you totally played the rich man card. And so you can see him um, mm -hmm. processing that with Abby. You know, she's not mm -hmm. gonna appreciate the rich man card. She yeah. she laughs that off, you know. Oh, Anne, I was thinking of you because you were like, please don't laugh in his face when he when he oh. was <laughs> feelings. And she did. She, she did. did. She, she literally totally burst out laughing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, the blow to his ego must be so bad right now. But he weathered it. He weathered it he well. He did. He did weather it well. Yeah. yeah. Externally, yeah. he weathered it well. Yeah. <laughs> Internally, yeah. I'm sure he was shrinking. But <laughs> um, externally, he weathered it very well. Yeah. Took it in stride. Yeah. 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 Here's, here's the thing that I thought was so cute about his interaction over chili burgers was that he it's not like he wasn't going to take no for an answer but he also was not going to take no for an answer you know how he's like hey you know there's your two options but there might be another option maybe you can sleep on it maybe you can think about it and come back to me you know and then the rest of the episode kind of checking in with her have you slept on it you know have you given it some thought and I thought that was, he was very cute about that. He was not pushy mm -hmm. about that. 
Yeah. Or at least I didn't think, I didn't think yeah. that, that was cliche. I thought it was very endearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he did it well. Mm-hmm. Came across good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> with, okay, I'm sorry, I keep analyzing this, but I, I feel like with Evan, I always think okay maybe he's good for Abby maybe that would be fun but she has kids you know like she has a family that she's bringing to the relationship but every time I am on the brink of thinking that and being like ah you know what are they doing he actually addresses that issue himself and Mm. he's the one who brought the brownies and Mm -hmm. uh, made them safe allergy Mm -hmm. safe for one of her daughters and they just it's just at the right time I feel like okay okay he's aware he's aware that Mm -hmm. he comes that's true Mm -hmm. man he's such a comp do that well yeah he he's such a complicated character in the (laughs) best way possible just when you think that you're kind of like wait what's going on and then (laughs) he just does something really sweet and you're like oh okay see it and then he does something a little crazy again you're like wait what (laughs) yeah and then you see him I know and then you see you hear about his background and his family his you know his mother and then the story about why Mandrake drives him out it's just he's so complicated and I kind of I I love it I I'm looking back at the first episode or like the previews and I was kind of like well you know and we get introduced to him I'm kind of like I don't know right (laughs) he's kind of kind of crazy but he he's I don't know well, here's what I think the writers do so well on the show is that they actually take the audience on a journey with someone, like with Abby. Mm-hmm. All of us, I felt this. I had to get Jay out of my system. Like I was coming into the season thinking Juicebox Jay was great. He was a great mm-hmm. guy. He was a great option. And who is this Evan and how are they going to make that work? But then now here I find myself in the finale totally flipped. And I'm like, oh, maybe Evan is going to work. Maybe this is just the guy he need, she needs. Because uh-huh. I feel like, like you said, they've taken us on the journey. So we're like kind of in the same spot as Abby. We're kind of yeah. like, is there more to this guy? Oh, there's more in his history than I thought. Oh, but he's just yeah. kind of, you know, rich. And then, you know, so it's like, we're intrigued and she's intrigued because of all the totally. things that we've learned, you know, by now. Yeah. Um, and so I really feel like we've been put in her view of him and kind of yeah. continuing to get more information and get to know him and be like, there is more than we, than we thought initially. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. 
So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Talk about this call that she ends up calling at the someone at the mm. end, leaving a message. Totally the way she called it, I was like, it's Jay. No, it's Evan. No, it's like she was back and forth in how like even she was making this call. <laughs> who do you think she called? Who Who is it going to be? Uh, I think. Go ahead. I think she called Jay. I'm I really. I really think she called Jay and here's, here's why. Why? Because Evan's end game. <laughs> I think that's why. Mm. I think she, I think that she called Jay because she strung him along so long. And also her tone had some, somewhat of like a comfort. Like it, it was, it was like almost safe. She felt mm. comfortable with it. Like, Hey, you know, I yeah. was thinking about you too. And I feel like with Evan, he's, Evan is not scary. A relationship with Evan is so out of her norm. Right. Um, He's so eccentric and he's so different than she is. But then in this really weird way, they really kind of connect. Um, And so I personally think she called Jay because she kind of, in a sense, owes it to him for kind of dragging it along. And I think in season six, they would try it out and realize, ooh, you know, we're really just better off as friends. Like we're too alike to get together. Mm. And then- Casey's a genius. (laughs) Casey's a genius. She has triangle trauma and it's helping her because she's a genius right now. Wait, wait though. What what do you mean? Evan said game. He said like he called it a game. No, he's end 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 game. Oh, he's gonna end up with her. Yes. Okay. Okay. He's end game. But this is like keep the show going. Keep the season on the way to the end game. Yeah. He's end game. I think just a stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I because you have and the thing is though like they have to build up the tension even more so that we are pushing for Evan and Abby to be to get together because right now if they and if she calls him that's it it's like oh okay and then and then are we not enough build up yeah yeah there's not and then are we gonna have this whole like oh we're together and then it's it's back to Trace and Abby again and then you have these like Uh, weird fights where they're like yeah and that and that and that it's I feel like for for Abby it would make more sense for her to try like to date Jay to see if that's really yeah she likes because she has feelings for him too in some sort of a way and um she kind of almost I feel like she thinks she almost owes it to him because she got all dolled up for their date and everything you are blowing my mind I I I know end up with I I don't think think she's gonna end up with Jay I think I think you're totally right I think you're so right I really do. And I was going to say mm-hmm. Evan, but for all those reasons you just said, that is why it's going to be Jay. Because you're right. Because one time I actually made a list of this because that's how obsessive I am about these things. I'm like, how many times has the person picked the person, picked a different person and gone back to the other person? It's literally really? like two out of 10. It's like mm-hmm. never happens except on Dawson's yeah. Creek. It's like what a major example I can think of, <laughs> but that never happens. They always 
you know, pick the safe choice and then pick the end game. That's usually what happens. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, this Keith, is, we don't know, but Casey, uh, yeah, uh, right here. <laughs> full, full house in full house, DJ and Steve are together and then they break up and then she dates. Um, what's his name? The, the, the rich guy and, uh, and, um, uh, uh, Viper. <laughs> what is this? Viper, Viper is the, the rich kid. And then she ends up with Steve and then in yeah. Fuller house, it's Steve and Matt. And then she like ends up with Steve again. Like, oh my word. You have to have, but you have to have this journey yeah. in order to extend the story. Not that we want to drag it out, but like, if she, if she calls, if she calls Evan, like, that's yeah. it he's literally like, only been in this one season like it needs to yeah. go longer i agree with yeah. yeah yeah and you know what give give evan a girlfriend listen give oh, evan a girlfriend i want to see abby jealous jealous. Abby. Oh, <laughs> Please. Yeah. let me bring see it. that bring it yeah let me hey, see look, jealous listen. abby <laughs> keep him around oh no i feel like he would just pour himself back into work and not you know like if abby's the one for him he's gonna like keep her the one for him and not mess around with them but see we girls. can go we can go deeper with evan we can go deeper with evan he he yeah. could get really hurt and he can just yeah throw himself into work but then he meets some really nice young lady and they start dating and then they there's jealousy and it's gonna be cam matheson i bet no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's i think she called evan but I mean, you definitely have a, a good, strong argument. I even wonder, talking to, having talked to Thief, Sutton, if, I mean, they they probably have a good idea who it was, but sometimes he kind of alluded to the fact that they don't really know the cliffhangers, you know, like which mm-hmm. way the cliffhangers are going to go when they write them. They don't really know. But, so I'd be so curious. I do think it's Evan because, um, oh man, now I've lost all my train of thought because of your great <laughs> arguments. I know. She made, such, she made such a good argument. <laughs> you want to hire me? I'll just go on I the record. I know. Yeah. Hire Casey. Yeah. I'll just go on the record for saying Evan because you said Jay. Like, how about that? Like, <laughs> okay. I have no great <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> great argument. Well, what were your, what would you, what would you have said? Like, what were, what were your initial thoughts though? Like, well, I thought that, um, you know, I, I admitted that my pride was stung, that he had someone else waiting in the wings, Jay, you yeah, know, yeah. and, um, you know, probably because that happened to me in sixth grade, honestly, Aaron <laughs> said, Carrie, if you don't like me, I know who I'm going to like next. <laughs> oh <my God>. No <laughs> wonder I, some trauma. My 12 year old heart was like broken, but I was like, said exactly that you are free to go write notes with charity I don't know what what you're gonna do but (laughs) so when he said that I was like oh that's never good because then you're always worried about her you're always thinking about you know like her whatever so regardless of him mentioning someone else I thought Evan just handled himself so well this episode Mm -hmm. romantic he was kind he was straightforward he was fun about it like he kind of he presented himself really well like mm-hmm. let's start something this could be fun we can go to dinner we won't talk work we're just gonna talk you know like it wasn't like let's get married but it was mm-hmm. just like let's hang out what do you say and I thought she would be into that 
Harry mm-hmm. makes some good, good, has some good that's stuff to true. say too. Because that's what that's what I was thinking was that before Casey had said that I was thinking, she, um, what did I just lost my train of thought? Um, <laughs> that you know Jay was like, oh, I got this woman in the wings. You know, I, I that's that would that would bother me. So I, that's what I was thinking. Okay, she must be going to call Evan because she feels kind of stung that he already yeah. has this person that he's going to go ask on a date tomorrow if I say right. no. no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so um so yeah yeah hmm this is very very fun very interesting to me this is why we need a season six people like season six for the story we need to know <laughs> we are invested in these characters lives and we need to know how they continue this this mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, moving on to Jess and David. Jess and David. Um, Jess has a great episode. Yeah. Honestly, this is one that I have been wanting closure yeah. for her and Megan so badly. And me too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And and they get it. Um, so obviously it's propelled by the announcement that Megan and Mick are wanting to go travel together. And mm-hmm. people are kind of shocked, kind of okay with it, but kind of mostly shocked. And she just can't stop crying. She just can't stop <laughs> crying on the porch and patio. And um, Megan comes out and talks with her. And I kind of just love that line. You know, she's crying and she's like, why couldn't you have done this 20 years ago? You know, yeah. like, why now? Why not 20 years ago? And that just broke my heart for them. But oh. I don't know. I can totally, not that I've been there, but when she said that, especially from a six-year-old's point of view and yeah. she, cause, cause she yeah. thought it was her fault. Yeah. I could totally understand her just thinking that like, I'm so glad this is happening now, but why couldn't it be yeah. 20 years ago when I was mm-hmm. a kid? So you could both be here. Yeah. You know, that's what, yeah. she did. that's what she didn't say, but you know, we know what was in her mind and in her heart. And I was like, yeah, that's, I just can so yeah. see yeah. saying that. Yeah. This especially feeling about- cheated oh go ahead yeah oh, i was gonna say especially after feeling cheated because abby had her mom for like what 16 years or whatever yeah, and she only yeah. had it for six because she's yeah. the baby and even brie even brie would have had more time or mm-hmm. whatever with um with megan and more memories too right yeah right i do feel like she was at such a healthy place to process this though other seasons in the past she has like shut it down i don't want to talk about it i'm mm-hmm. not calling mom i'm not talking about her you know and mm-hmm. this one she like wanted to talk about it wanted to process and of course the way she did that was an email at three in the morning <laughs> <laughs> never say uh, emails at three in the morning people <laughs> yeah don't do it take david's advice Make a draft, only yes. a draft. Go to sleep. He Read was, the draft, edit. He was so funny in that scene. He was like, do not send it. Yep, write it, save it, don't send it. Because <laughs> like, he knows Jess, he knows. Yeah. It's like, I'll see you in the morning and you will not have sent it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but sure enough, she did. She did send it. And, you know, her reaction was a little, she was nervous for her mom to read it, but it also didn't feel like it wasn't 
this horrible email, it didn't seem like it just was honest. That's, mm -hmm. that's what the reaction seemed from David, even from Megan and Jess, all they were kind of like, all this stuff has to be said, but it's out there now. Mm -hmm. It's not like horrible, but it's honest. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I thought that was okay. Yeah. She mm -hmm. probably rabbit trailed. Probably what <laughs> happened. She probably had the intentions of being like, okay, just remember these few little things. And then, you know, it's okay. I forgive you. But then it probably just snowballed. That's and we never really got there because it's Jess and her mind just goes Whoo, all over the place when it comes right. to these things. But I, I'm glad that Megan did read it so gracefully. Yeah. And I think it helps that I was so scared she had already read it because I'm like, I oh was no, we made so much progress, you know? Yeah. So I think just going to her and, you know, telling her like, listen, I sent you this email and I didn't mean what I said and da, 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 da. And then Megan's like, I didn't read it, but I, now I need to. Right. Yeah. And I think because Jeff had prefaced it, yeah. it was an easier, uh, it was easier for Megan to digest and it wasn't as hurtful. I mean, it, it still hurt, I'm sure, but it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't as, it was, she could understand it a little more. Yeah. Um, like her daughter's not attacking her. Her yeah. daughter's just, just right. processing exactly. this out. Yeah. And she said, I forgot to say one thing, you know, I forgot to say something at the end. I love you. And that was really, really sweet and just so heartwarming. And you, you wanted that for them for so many seasons. And um, I was mm -hmm. really happy to see Jess's tenderness towards her mom and mm -hmm. um, her love, her love for her. Because we know love can make you, I mean, it, when you're hurt, you can get so angry, but you still have love there. Mm -hmm. But now she's at this place where she can... Um, give that love to her mom from a whole she's a little bit more whole you know and she's mm -hmm. forgiven her and stuff so anyway I thought that was really really a great way to end season five and I'm so thankful for that you know that it's mm -hmm. not just hanging over our heads anymore yeah me too I was yeah. really glad to get that that closure of that yeah yeah mm -hmm. me too but what's interesting mm -hmm. is while Jess gets closure on her parents, David has no closure on his parents. Mm, right. Yeah. Flipped oh. there. Mr. Peck, I mean, we know David. We know it's never been about the money for David. It's not that he's mad that his dad mishandled the family business and now cleared out David's trust fund, like totally cleared it out and left the country. Like, it's not about the money. I think it's just the hurt and the betrayal that his dad did, like, was not as good of a Honest. dad as he thought, maybe. You know, like, mm -hmm. he wasn't really even a good dad, but at least he was a good, you know, businessman. See, I... You think I, it's about the money? No, 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 no. I oh, think... Good. I don't think it's about I was like, the money. Is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. David's never about the money. Like, no, 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 no. He, he was happy to be just as free cook for like a whole <laughs> season and a half or more. I see it looks at, about Mr. Peck. Mr. Peck is being set up by somebody, or he got himself stuck in a situation because he told his son, Don't believe everything you hear. Click. Yes. And I almost wonder if he drained the trust fund to protect 
Mm. Um, to protect David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be. Because Mr. Peck never seemed like a malicious person. Yeah. yeah. He, he was just, he, sometimes people in that state, they get so, it, it's okay, money covers everything. It's fine. So it's almost that mentality of like, because I have all this money, I don't really have to think. I can just like sign it off to other people. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. But then they get involved in something or a scheme or somebody, um, somebody uh, like, you know, sets them up in a way that it looks like they were embezzling or right. know, misappropriation of funds or whatever. And so um, I don't know. Some I feel like for Mr. Peck, he, he is probably really ashamed really scared and I feel like he's the type of person to just run in order to, to protect his family at least in his mind he's protecting them yeah. but by withholding the information he's hurting them yeah mm-hmm. well that might make that would help me like him better because he yeah. wanted he wanted David to take over the family business and if he was if that were the case he was just setting his son up for the fallout and the failure and the mm-hmm. the prison sentence or whatever so that that doesn't sit well with me but I do Mm -hmm. wonder if Jess if David and Jess are vulnerable because they didn't sign this prenup (laughs) oh I mean what happened with the prenup and the mom's like you got to protect yourself and we're like she she means them she means you they want to protect their money but she was Mm. yes so I don't know. I don't know that all the ins and outs of prenups, but yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Definitely was a little afraid for the eagle at in point. I'm like, they better not lose that. They yeah, better- I know. <laughs> yeah, they worked really hard for many seat, not many, several seasons uh-huh. <laughs> to to bring it up to where it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, inter- I'm interested to yeah to learn more about that like what exactly mm-hmm. happened what kind of how did the money get you know tied up into what and right yeah right but he was like crying he he totally had tears in his eyes and he's oh and I he know. said something like I knew or did he say I knew he would do it or I can't believe he would do it I forget what he said but he's basically like he almost wasn't surprised that his bank account was cleared out Mm-hmm. yeah or his trust not his mm-hmm. yeah well because even after he called him didn't he try start calling him back then yes. yeah and he wouldn't answer right even mm-hmm. after the first time before he even knew about this he was trying to call him back and he wouldn't answer and so yeah. he knew like something which is i think why he was like just like something's really wrong like mm-hmm. my dad right. just called me he said this he said he loved me and he just hung up and now like mm-hmm. he won't answer the phone yeah yeah yeah. Like, what's he supposed to think? What's yeah. he supposed to think, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All the bad things. Mm. I, oh, and that's the other reason why. the When he called, he seemed very genuine. And he even told his son, I love you. If he, if he were really trying to hurt his son and take all his money and stuff, he wouldn't have called. Yeah. He yeah. would have just taken it and run. Honestly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, like we keep saying, the only true villain in season five of Chesapeake Shores has been Mr. Sullivan. I mean, that really has been the only true villain. Anyone true. else, it's been a misunderstanding. It's been a, you know, let's talk it through, that type of thing. So that you're, you're 
have a good theory there. A pretty good one. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about Mick and Megan. Mick and Megan. Ooh, that did not end the way I thought it was going <laughs> to Yeah, I was like, wow. Well, I thought they were ready for, you know, a second chance. Like totally, not necessarily happily ever after. I mean, they have been divorced for 17 years and they need to work some things through. But like, man, alive. Like she is put in the same position. I, now I feel for Megan, actually, because she, at 17 years ago, she chose her career, a career over her family, even when she got better. And the kids said, why didn't you come back even when you got better? And she mm. said, you know, everything was different now. You know, you guys were in a different place. The, you were in a good place, I thought. And she, she was also in a good place. She chose mm. this career over her family at a cost. And now mm. she's in a place where she's trying to choose her family over her career, it will come with a cost, but it's like, no one's letting her. <laughs> Why aren't we letting her choose her family now and make up for, for lost time? Like, I kind of just, there were parts of me that didn't understand Mick's reaction. Like, why are you pushing her away? Yeah. He was so afraid. I think he's so afraid um because she did leave and she didn't come back for so long and now yeah. he's like you need to be sure right because i think he's so scared of being hurt i think that's where the root of it is is he's, oh. he's so scared of being hurt he's like make sure you're sure and yeah. that's what he says like i can't trust you not to leave me again because i think it's it's out of fear and yeah. um you know, I have been in a place, you know, where not the same place as him, but I've been a place where I've reacted like that out of fear because I'm scared of being hurt. So I guess I could relate to that's where he was coming from with yeah. that. But yeah. um, just out of just just fear of, of the pain yeah. and the hurt that could come if she does it again. He's just, I think, yeah. He's afraid. Yeah. It's a great and on your And on your point too, it could also be the fact that he's thinking, he can't tell her whether to stay or to go because if, or he can't tell her to stay because if he tells her to stay, then is she going to just turn around a year, five years from now and say, you remember that I could have had this position and, da, 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 and you made me stay right. here and all this stuff and whatever. And so yeah, he's almost overcompensating. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. I don't, I don't like those situations where, you know, you're kind of like, this is, this is going to work perfectly. I can have it all mm -hmm. this way. I can go there and work, you know, for a year. And then they're going to give me six months and we can have six months. And, but it's after she already had chosen this dream. And now to be with this Carter Milburn guy who like mm. Mick is totally suspicious of, I mean, the mm. whole thing was just like, oh, no, Megan again with the hard choices in her family i know i did feel yeah. for her that it was that it's a very hard choice yeah I, really, I did really feel for her for that yeah so one thing i need to address with you guys what is mick doing is he taking pain meds is he taking too many or is he Oh. I know they keep showing it so conspicuously. So it must be that something's with that, but I don't really know what. Something's, everybody's taking medicine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Why is everybody taking so much medicine, having so many health problems? I'm like, geez. 
don't take the medicine. Don't take extra medicine. I mean, oh, honestly, I was like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. And then he reached for the bottle again and took another pain med. I was like, okay, either his injury is worse than he's letting on or we're mm-hmm. starting a an addiction to pain meds. I don't know. It doesn't seem like mixed. I but... know, I know. Maybe it yeah. is. Oh. I don't, I, that one I, had me completely baffled. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> don't even have any theories on that. I know. Well, there's the cliffhanger for Mick and Megan. You know, is she gonna, is she gonna do this? Is she not? Is his health okay? What, what is going on with them? I was, I was bummed that they had such a cliffhanger because I'm ready for them to have the happily ever after. But mm-hmm. I do remember Faith Sutton saying in our interview, you know, they've got things to work through. Like they've been mm-hmm. divorced for a long time. They've got things mm-hmm. to work through. And I was like, what are you going to do to them what, what are you saying that you're not saying yeah right what are you going to do to them? Right. Oh, this definitely was part of that all right let's talk about brie brie who started the season um coming home from london she needed to find her place in chesapeake shores again she found it with this uh creative writing job mm-hmm. and she just I think over the season really anchored herself to Chesapeake Shores and she just was a pure support in this last episode to um to Abby to I don't know um Luke to even to Connor like Mm -hmm. she just was really steady she was such a steady Mm -hmm. Eddie in this episode um what did you guys think about Brie I I agree she she really she was a really great supportive friend, sister. Um, yeah, th- I mean, this, I was surprised. Nothing, I don't want to say, nothing much happened with Brie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this it was true. almost a good thing that nothing <laughs> yeah. really bad happened to Brie. Um, yeah, she was, yeah. she was, she was, um, she was saved because if anything big would have happened to her, it was going to be bad. So she got saved because nothing big did happen to her. She was looked, she's looked over. Some O'Brien has to be like steady and like be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to, and that was, that just ended up being Brie these last couple episodes, I think actually. So she, such a middle child type of, peacemaker mm. like, yeah. totally. <laughs> how about how about it was the two middle children connor and brie who came to mom and dad after their big announcement that they're going to travel mm-hmm. and they were like we're sorry we you know like we're happy for you we're sorry and i just sat there going i know that move that's a middle child move i know that. <laughs> i've done that <laughs> But you know, that was great for Connor to do that because he and Megan hadn't always seen eye to eye really until this season, like maybe the last couple seasons. And I think they really bonded this season. I think they did. I think they did. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Connor. I think yes. he the last little storyline that we have, unless I'm missing someone, Luke. I mean, but we'll talk with about Luke along with Connor here. Connor. I was a little sad we didn't get a courtroom scene. I was ready for them to lay it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have done with at least, you know, 60 <laughs> seconds of courtroom. I, I could have, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we yeah, know that it's ready. for time, and we already saw him in the courtroom. But man, I was really ready for him to just stick it to the judge in, in defense of Luke. I mean, I, I was here for it. And then they come, you know, dancing on out. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, Wait, what? We wanted a little piece of it. You already won the court case. I mean, I knew you were gonna. I just wanted to see you do it. But... Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, I'm with you there, but I have to say I'm a little bit, I'm still a little speechless about Connor and Margaret. I wanted them. <gasps> that, those kisses, whoa. I'm like, is this on Mark? Is this getting hot in here? Whoa. Uh, girl, I know. <laughs> totally. I know. I was like, especially the first one. I was like, where is this going? Okay, hold As somebody cut scene, like, whoa. <laughs> No, no, no. The funny thing was when she was like, well, how else would you relax? You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. How else would you relax? And I was like, this is Hallmark. This is Hallmark. This is, Hallmark. <laughs> this is we're probably not going to, we're not going to kiss. We're not going to do anything like that right now because this is Hallmark and stuff. No, no. We had a nice relaxing, stress-free makeout session on the office couch <laughs> is what we did. <laughs> Uh, with the appetizer being mini s'mores, which was really cute. I love that. That was so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. No, I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, so cute. Oh, they're going to kiss. And I'm like, oh, oh, they're going to kiss, kiss, and keep kissing. They had, they did have crackling chemistry, um, ever since she came back to him and back Mm, and started working at his office, you kind of saw them dancing around that a little bit and yeah they were they kept things professional she was she was helping him though de-stress and I feel like that was a little line crossed a little line crossed a little line crossed and finally they just look into each other's eyes and just can't deny it anymore and they just (laughs) kiss but you know this is the first girl that he's had real chemistry with Connor I'm speaking of like Mm -hmm. I didn't feel it with his other his other girlfriend. Yeah, Danielle. Yeah. 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 I I just but (laughs) Danielle was really forward. He was really forward. And so I never knew if like it was Connor's choice. I knew it was yeah. 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 But this one was woo. I mean, I've loved these two from the beginning. Yeah. They just have that there's some there's just magic between these two characters. You have this like, oh, okay. Here. and then all of a sudden like sparks right. fly and then a spark <laughs> just turned into a firework oh yeah a big firework it did it turned into fireworks and she was she's just so thoughtful she's very good at her job um I they are going to be a dynamic couple together I think they're going to be yeah. very good she's going to be yeah. so good with his family she came yeah. at the end of the episode you know she had recreated this mini campfire scene to relax him in the office but then she came too she was like I just had to see what one of these um O'Brien campfires was all about and you know all of a sudden they're in each other's arms again and I was like whoa here we go (laughs) (laughs) number two make out scene all right Connor and Margaret, they like kiss first, ask questions later. You know, he's like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> so fun though. Really, really fun. Um, until 
but a high to a severe low. Wow. And this is where we all got shoved off the Chesapeake shore. Yes, place. they threw us off. That was when they really just threw us into the Chesapeake Bay or whatever it is. You guys, <laughs> what is happening? Oh my word. Mick and Megan just had a conversation around this campfire that he was like, I can't really trust you not to leave me again. Abby just called. She's sitting with Brie on the bench and Abby just called and left a message to someone that we don't know who it was. <laughs> um, who else was there? I mean, who else was there? I feel like Jess and David weren't it. there. They weren't there yeah. yet, no. They showed no. them at their house when he told her. Yeah. Right. And Jess Kevin and Sarah were not there the either. Yeah. Connor. Oh, yeah. Kevin and Sarah. No, they were at their house. So Connor goes and like hugs Margaret, kisses Margaret. What are you doing here? This is so fun. Oh my goodness. All of a sudden she screams that he falls to the ground. Yeah. He falls to the ground. She screams. Did your, my recording cut out at that time. I did not see him fall to the ground. Oh, really? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. He fell to the ground and then they all came. Yeah. Help, help. I saw that like they I were okay. and he yeah. was like, wow, this is, this, you know, great case or whatever. <laughs> and then like, and then I just heard her scream, help, help. Mm -hmm. Connor's having a heart attack or something. Yeah. And she said, Mr. O'Brien, Connor's having a heart attack. Yeah. And they all came with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, and the frantic, the frantic looks on everybody's faces. Cause he's, I think he's the, I, I want to say you saw a shot of um, the sisters too. Brie and Abby, because it's like they went oh. like this, and then they did oh, it happen. Am I no, making this up? Yeah, and then my um, Mick and Megan as well. They also just like freaked oh. out and just started. And he's on the ground, and they're freaking out. They're like, "Somebody call nine one one." They're Chesapeake Shores Emergency yeah. Services or whatever. Yeah, like, that was so <sighs> crazy. I couldn't believe it actually. And I think he's young, he started a new business, he's a lawyer, he's stressed, you know, I get it. But I mean, it's gotta be something else. It's gotta be something else. Yeah. It's gotta be some underlying condition. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like he only had like the one case. <laughs> I know, poor guy. He just yeah. like, his slowly deteriorated over these past couple episodes and then now he's like totally yeah under cardiac arrest i mean i i feel like it's something else so yikes connor my my guy my whole my my love of season five i mean he his was the storyline that i i loved his story line. yeah same mm. same bless same. his heart goodness andrew francis you still want to come on the podcast and talk about this guys <laughs> this is intense we need him that would be so good i would love to get him on the podcast um, so okay so that was the cliffhanger cliffhangers for everybody season five is done what we could talk about how we feel about season five but i mean this just i feel like this propels us into what would we see in season six if we got one what would you <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot there's a lot to that we need to see yes yeah we need to see I, who abby chooses what happens to connor what's wrong right. with him right 
I mean, uh, honestly, to me, this derails any plans for Megan to go to LA. This derails any plans mm-hmm. for her and Mick to yeah. travel. Like, I feel like they are mm-hmm. they're home now. I mean, they're staying they're home now. They need to figure out Connor's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see Connor be like that's the catalyst for everybody really coming together yeah especially mick and megan in particularly yeah 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 um that would be good i would like that yeah so i mean that those are really the the two things that i feel like oh my gosh we need to see that in season six Mm -hmm. so hopefully we get one we keep saying that but hopefully we get one um so we could get some answers Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys overall hasn't season five just been so much fun like so fun. yeah so fun you know i wasn't gonna give i was not gonna give this a shot because i was kind of like oh i gave it a shot season three season four i'm like okay and then when um rachel put in our group chat hey casey you're you're covering Jesse shores and i was like is this punishment? What did I do to you? <laughs> but you know what? I'm really glad I did. And you know, part of it was also because I knew that we had new writers, new showrunners. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the cast. I had always said in the pa- in past seasons, you have a dynamic cast, but the storylines were always weak to me. But yeah. this has made up for the weak storyline. Yes. We have elevated Chesapeake Shores. We've elevated the depthness to the characters. We've closed out on things that should have been closed out, frankly, a few years ago, like with Megan and Jess and their relationship with um, Abby moving forward and that and Trace and just all these things. I mean, with 10 episodes and so many characters too, because this is a full cast. This isn't just like, oh, it's the Abby show. Right entire family of O'Brien's and their significant others and friends and whatnot and so like they really brought it this is by far and I've told people this I said because there are some people out there they're like I'm not sure like no you need to watch you need to watch season five you need to yeah it's like I think it's I think it's the best season it is I think it's hands down the best season of this show yes Because every single character, like you said, every single character storyline was elevated and yeah. it really made these um, these characters shine. They yeah. are going through something real, something deep, but also fun. Like mm-hmm. they're fun characters to watch and yeah. what they bring to the family even is really fun to watch. And I am just loving Chesapeake Shores right now. I mean- yeah. It is a really great show and totally the best season. Totally. And I will say, not not to stroke any egos or anything, but of the three Hallmark shows, this one was the best this year. Of the series. series. Of the three series, this this one was the best one this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, by a lot. (laughs) I know. And there's reasons... Yeah, there's reasons for that. And but I think this one was just so strong. The mm-hmm. writing was so strong. The um we all we wanted to root for it. And I feel like it it tapped into that, you know, mm-hmm. desire mm-hmm. for us. Like we want to like a series here on, yeah. on um Homework 
channel and support good TV. Yeah. And we're able to. Yes. So, so sure. writers. So well done. Well done. Very good. Very good. Well done, Chesapeake Shores and the writers and the actors and actresses and producers and makeup people and hair people. I mean, the bangs like just really yes. made it season. <laughs> everybody did such a great job so thank you for giving us great tv and great show um we love it and we root for season six we totally want that we want it oh my goodness yeah i totally hope i hope we're cautiously optimistic but i hope that well thank you to everyone who listened to chesapeake chats even our um podcast just recapping the episodes. I hope you enjoyed the season just like we did. We definitely want to hear from you. We always want to hear from you guys, um, whether it's in a comment section here on YouTube or a review on iTunes, um, or if it's reaching out to one of us personally, like, and where can people find you if they want to talk with you about Chesapeake Chats? Oh, yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at awscott21. What about you, Casey? You can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. All right. And definitely, as you know, come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. And I'd love to interact with you there. Uh, follow Hallmarkies podcast all over social media. We work hard to give you great Hallmark content. So um, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I don't know. Everywhere. Our website. Everywhere. <laughs> um yeah we love it so hopefully we'll see you back for more chesapeake chats on season six that is our hope and our dream fingers Uh, crossed bye everyone thanks for joining us Bye. bye bye